the church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. God is always ready to show himself strong to you. I want us to really think about that. We'll let the kids do what they're doing for just a moment, okay? Every morning before church, um, the elders, which right now are composed of Deji and Tina and Abby, uh, they meet with Julie and I back there and we pray together over the service and what have you, which is really important to me just because of just brings focus to what we're doing. I don't know how to say this other than just to say it. I, you know, this sounds so corny and even obvious, but see, I've been serving God for, I don't know, around 35 years. That doesn't make me the ancient of days, as I always said. But you know, the further I walk with Christ, the, the, the more I, I begin to understand. It's just that simple. The, I always quote what Paul said in Timothy in one place where he said, I, we, we're exercising ourselves towards godliness. In other words, it's a, we're all a work in progress. Amen? Any of you besides me a work in progress? Yeah, we are. Kevin, I know you are. Amen. But uh, we, I really want you to experience God for yourself. I really, really want you to encounter Jesus Christ for real. You know, I, I, I don't want us to ever get to that place where we're just gathering more and more knowledge of the Scripture. God wants us to actually have Him. He wants us to experience and that happens, I always put it this way, God speaks your language. And he who searches the hearts of man knows exactly where you are right now. None of you are hidden from God, right? I mean none of you. I don't care how hip you may think you are how cool you may think you are or how sad you may feel or whatever. I don't care where you are. You may feel, you know, the devil works overtime to make people isolated, to cause them to feel like I am alone. I mean, I'm alone when it's all said and done in this world. And you, you find every once in a while a little opportunity to smile or to laugh, but when you lay your head down on the pillow at night, you still have that sense, well, you know, God, what, you know, what is my life actually all about? I mean, I went through that, anybody who's honest, and you've heard my story, you know my testimony, being on drugs for so many years, involved in violence and going to prison three times and, you know, living a life of a lot of violence and uh, stupidity confusion. And I remember once, I always remember once in, when I was in prison, I know I shared this before, I remember I had my head on my pillow and I looked up and I remember and I didn't, I'd gone to a Christian, they have every once in a while, you know, in prison they all have a Christian outreach and of course being the man that I am, you know, all of us, we used to love to go to the Christian outreaches because we got to see women. Right, Mike? No, not that Mike's ever been to prison. <laughs> no, I'm just being honest. You know, when you're cooped up long, you know, years, whatever, and they ain't no, you never see a female. So you joke about, you know, the guys, hey, let's go, man, because let's see if they got any good-looking chicks, you know. But anyway, you go, I went, we'd gone to this meeting, this, my, this buddy of mine, you know, and, you know, these people had something. You know, you can't explain it, and it irritates you. Almost when you see people that you know have gone through stuff like you, whatever, but they're just happy. And you know they're going through trials and stuff, but they somehow they keep, they just have a smile on their face. Anyhow, that agitated me. 
because I didn't understand. You know, I couldn't figure it out. And I remember I put my head on my pillow that night in the cell. And as corny as it sounds, this is all I said. I said, God, if you're real. I said, I would love to know what it's like just to be normal. What's it like to be normal? And what I meant by that is to actually have a life. I mean, to even have a job. You know what I mean? Just to have a job and have friends and not be looking over your shoulder all the time, paranoid because of, you know, you're in stupid stuff and getting freaked out every time you see a police car. And, you know, that's how you lived for years. And I remember saying, Father, I'd just like to know what it's like to be normal. I didn't say Father, I said God. God, I'd really like to know what's it like to be normal. I mean, to really like just have a job, go to work, come home, have a family. Could I ever have a family? Because none of that was even possible to me. And, you know, I was getting up in age. In other words, I was almost 29. Really old. <laughs> and, you know, and I think, you know, you really do. I don't care what you're, and you start thinking, really, is it too late? Has life passed me by? Has life passed me by? Well, you see, what I'm trying to say is it hasn't. I always say, you know, you don't know what it's like when you stand up here. And, you know, and you really, 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 really know that God, God, that God has done stuff for you that no man could do, no circumstances could be figured out. In other words, God had showed himself alive to you in a way that you understood. And so for me, you know, it just, because that has happened to me, what happens is you get humbled by it, but you get broken by it because particularly, like I said, in ministry, you begin, you see people and God puts you in a position where you work with people who aren't or haven't had that actual experience yet. And your heart begins to bleed or to break because you can tell, it, you kind of put your hand on your heart and you go, oh man, you know, they, they, haven't, they haven't been there yet. They haven't had that yet. And you begin to cry out, God, please don't allow them to be hopeless. Protect them from that isolation, from that closet that hell wants to put them in to make them feel like they have no life, that there's nothing for them, that there's no purpose for them. I'm just going to exist. You know, there are people that, let me tell you, remember there are not just people that are going through tough times and poverty type times. Remember, there's a lot of people who are millionaires and have every earthly thing you can imagine who are absolutely the most lonely people you will ever, ever, ever meet. In other words, they attained all this worldly wealth to really discover that ain't the answer. Oh, okay. I can't even remember his name. My brain just fainted from it. You know, Jesus is the answer. What's the name? And who? Who? Yeah, Andre Crouch. Thank you. Somebody, duh. Just used to come to our church all the time. But, you know, like that old song, Andre Crouch's song, you know, it's still true. Jesus is the only answer. How do I get that across to some of you in here? I don't know. But I do know some of the scriptures, and of course the Bible says faith comes by hearing, right? And so our job is to keep telling people Jesus is the answer. So would you open your ears this morning and do your utmost just to believe. Jesus said only believe. Weighty, weighty words, only believe. 
just at least start by saying, I'm going to choose to believe that Jesus is the answer. Okay? Is that all right? <laughs> so anyhow, this morning we were praying, and we just prayed, and the Bible says, and so you guys, if you, if you are here, uh, elders, if Deji, if you get Deji and Tina and Abby, if you could, if you guys could come up here, I'm going to get y'all. I mean, you can grab a mic behind me. Is where, where is Deji? I don't see him right now. Has he abdicated the throne? Somebody find Deji. You hear Deji? Oh, there he is. Where's Tina? There's Tina. Abby, come on up. But uh, and Julie, baby, come on up too. And I just, you know, the Bible says to call for the elders of the church and that they'll, what it says in the Greek is it says they will pray the prayer which is of faith. Now listen, because this is simply what we're going to do this morning. I mean, God just told me to do this when we were in there. I had a message planned and all this stuff. And then really, I think our worship was so, so beautiful this morning. I really would like us to go back into some worship again. But the Bible says to call for the elders of the church and that they will pray prayers which are of faith and that when they do so, healing will come. Right? Now, see, I choose to believe that because I've watched it occur many, many, many times. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not lying. I ain't going to do you no good if I lie. So, but it's now what I want you to do is, uh, like I said, it's a different type of church service, I understand. But, you know, Hebrews 4, 2 says, The word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So I want you to mix faith with the prayers this morning. So we're simply going to pray over you because you're here. And most of you are members, quote-unquote, of the church. Some of you may be visitors. But this is, this is real. This is how Jesus, this is how Holy Spirit works. So I want you to be, as it were, as best as you can. If you could either close your eyes real tight or open them real wide, but be receptive. Please, do you hear me? I really am asking you to be receptive because... Gosh, I quote this so often, but I'm going to quote it again. The word of God, which cannot be broken, says that the eyes of the Lord are what? They're racing to and fro throughout the earth, searching for someone to show himself strong to. In other words, you have to see how passionate God is, how he's longing to show himself alive to you. He's not far away. He's longing to show himself alive to you, even to Casey and to people like that. Sorry, because people just walked in. But he's longing to show himself alive. So you're not actually hearing me. He's longing to show himself alive to you. And see, and then the devil does this. Well, I've tried this before. I've prayed like that before. Nothing happened. Well, this ain't like before. This is right now. And faith is now. Faith is right now. So, you know, this isn't some super, this isn't religious at all. We're just going to pray over you. Okay, I'm going to pray over you. Julie's going to pray over you. Deji, Tina, Abby. We're just going to pray over you. So could you guys just just be receptive this morning? Because I actually really deeply feel in my gut that he's going to work a real work in some of your lives. Some of you won't because you, you'll just be thinking about lunch. You know, and the Lord bless you. It's okay. I'm not going to condemn you. But remember, you have to want to be touched by God. I say this all the time. You've got to learn it like I had to learn it. Remember, the Holy Spirit never forces himself, in other words, his gifts on anybody He's a gentleman. He has to be invited. You have to be yielded to him. And I'm asking you to yield yourself this morning to him as we begin to pray for you. We'll just see what God does. But I, I want us to just pray. So, hallelujah. Um, Abby, why don't you, and I'm, Abby's 
is going to share just for a minute. She's been watching this prophetic conference. So go ahead and just share some of the things that you heard when you were watching that. And then I want you to start the prayer. Okay. Um, prophetic conference. Every, every prophet you've ever heard of met at this conference. Just finished yesterday. Every stream, which hasn't happened before. It's a first. It's a first on earth. The CIE, the Bill Hammonds, the Chuck Pierces, the Cindy Jacobs, I mean, the whole network met. And they came together and, and, and gave out some words concerning where we are. And these words are for the body of Christ on earth. And as we know, it's time for the kingdoms of this world to become the kingdoms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And some of the words were... You've had promises, you've had dreams, and you haven't been able to fulfill them. But now is the time where these, before, where these dreams and these promises shall be fulfilled. Listen, however, the same walls that you met when trying to fulfill them, they're still there. However, the Lord is releasing such a measure of faith in this season that will allow you to go through and he's also releasing angelic assistance to join with you as you go through and he's also going to pinpoint which enemy because um, Chuck Pierce actually mentioned five demonic elements that are released to stop the church but the Lord will pinpoint which one is holding you back and will give you the strategy to pull this enemy down as you go forth so there has to be a working together we have to be aligned with the Lord as we go forward but everything you need to go forward is being provided for yeah. but you have to know it you know when you have the faith when you know it then you're not holding back anymore. So no more wilderness, no more transition. It's time to take the ground. It's time to go forward. And if the faith is there and, and the assistance is there, you know it, what will hold you back? Nothing. Because it is time for him to release his church to bring the kingdoms into subjection to Jesus. Those are just um, nuggets. There's much more. I haven't even finished listening to all of it. But I just was excited because translate that into where we are, CCF. Amen. Into where you are as an individual. So what we were praying for upstairs, oh, go? Go we upstairs, where we started in our prayer was we we're praying for unity. Because there's an alignment that has to, they came together in unity. You have never heard these prophets come together. Not the number that came together. We have different sex but this time everybody threw their divisions down and came to it was beautiful and that's what we need to go forward we have to be united as we go forward there has to come. and so we were praying for unity and strangely as we were praying we we're praying in the spirit i said to linda i don't even know where to start linda said let's pray in the spirit and you know that's something else you're going to have to recognize one another everyone has a part to play you don't have it all we can't have it all. We have to, you know, recognize each other's ability to contribute. So I said, Linda, I don't even know where to start. She says, let's pray in the spirit. So we're praying in the spirit. And I was just pacing and praying as you do. And I noticed that as I passed a certain place, my voice was amplified a little more. And I was saying, does anyone hear this? And I realized it was when I was part passing under the arch upstairs in where we're praying. And I, I know it probably has to do with acoustics, but I liked that place. That place where my voice was amplified a little more. I felt, and Ayo is Ayo here. Ayo will testify, I keep telling her, I can't sing, I can't sing, I can't sing. But in that place, I felt, you know what? Nothing is impossible, I can sing. I probably can take up a song in this place because of the way it sounded. And then I said, Lord, why are you showing me this? And he said that we need to be positioned. There's a place where you need to be positioned for everything to come in alignment. And that positioning is an aligning with him. All right. And to do that, we have to be made whole. And that's when you can position. And he brought back, and I'll just read the verse. Very quickly. It's one verse, Hebrews 12. Don't forget Hebrews 11 is all about the, the, is the faith chapter. 
all the, the giants of faith in Hebrews 11. And then it says, as for us, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. That's the, the, that's the ones in um, chapter 11. So, let go of every wound that has pierced you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the sin that we so easily fall into. Let go. Let go. He's paid the yeah, price. Let go. Let go. You've been hurt. You've been wounded. There's offense. Let go. We have to let go to be able to be aligned. To be able to go forward. He's given the word that it's left to us now. We have a decision to make. And that's to let go of every wound. We've all been hurt. We all have. And he's giving you the ability to let go. You know what? It's a decision. I make a decision to let go. I make a decision to forgive. Not to hold grudges, not to criticize, not to murmur, not to complain. But to go forward. And one of the words that came forth from Chuck Pierce was, you need to stop putting the body of Christ down. You need to stop criticizing one another, he said. You cannot criticize the body of Christ. You come alongside, you help, you build up, you encourage, but you don't put them down. You don't point to, to some other ministry or some other person or somebody who's your friend who's a, and you, put, you don't do that. He said, what would, what would you think if I came out here and I, I told you all about my wife's, um, what, everything my wife hasn't done right and I told it to all of you. He said, you're the bride of Christ. You cannot do that to the bride of Christ. So that, that's something else we need. I thought that was something else. And it, it actually goes well with this. So. Lord, we want to make a decision as CCF, as everyone here. On behalf of, of CCF, on behalf of our families, we want to make a decision to align with you. We make a decision to let go of every wound. Every wound that has pierced us. And to let go of the sin that so easily comes our way. We make that decision, Lord. But we ask you to help us. We make that decision, but we're dependent on you, Holy Spirit. To give us the grace, to give us the strength as we go forward. And so, Lord, even as we stand here with the authority of all the leadership, we just silence every lie. Of the enemy. Every lie that the enemy has told every single one of us that we're not good enough or we can't do it or we can't go forward. Every lie of discouragement, every lie that has made us lose our confidence, every lie that doesn't let us align with the word, we come against it, we pull it down, we pull down those mindsets, those lies in the name of Jesus. Yes, and we declare over all of us, we make a choice to align with who God says we are. We make a choice to rise up strong, to encourage one another, to be united, to come alongside one another, Lord, as we go forward. We declare unity in the house. Holy Spirit, by you, we declare we come together in unity. Lord, we unite with one another. We come alongside our leaders. And Lord, the vision of the house and the vision that you have given to each individual, we make a choice to walk in unity, Lord. And we know it's by your spirit. So we embrace you, Holy Spirit. We embrace you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. And we allow you. We align. We come into that place of alignment, Lord. And we just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So let every accusing voice be silenced. In the name of Jesus. Amen, so amen. Thank, thank you, you Lord. Father. Thank you. All honor and all glory. Hey, one, one more thing I need to tell you that they said. They said he has given you the tools at the gates. The strongest tool is worship. Said that is one of the tools that will take us forward. And that's amen. who we are. Amen. And that's what we did this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. Deji, why don't you pray for me? Share your heart, whatever. Amen. You. Amen. I just want to um, carry on from that, that theme. 
Um, as I was just pondering on what the heart of the Lord is um, for what's happening now here today, what I heard the Lord say to me was relationship, quality relationships between one another, okay? Quality relationships take work. They take action. They take a deliberate step towards somebody and say, how are you getting on? Okay? We are all going through something. Okay? Many of you are going through hard times. Okay? But you are going through it. You're not called to sit in it. Okay? You are going through to come out to a greater place. Yeah? Tough times, some of you. Okay? I feel it. We all feel it. We see it on one another. Okay? But God is saying the quality of your relationships needs to increase. You need to look at that sister, look at that brother, and say, What is it? Let's pray. Talk to me. Let's go for coffee. I want to understand what you're going through so that I know what I'm praying for. Yeah? I've got some good quality relationships with some of you guys. The brother Victor over there, I know the kind of heart that he has. And I know what he's been through in the last three months. And I know what the Lord has said, that I must pray for him. It chokes me when I remember what the Lord said, that I should pray for Victor. He's my brother, and I am my brother's keeper. There are many others. So, Lord, help us to understand one another so that we do not get off on the wrong foot. Help us to spend time talking with one another. And I mean in particular the youth, the young sisters and the young brothers who go and sit in the corner feeling depressed, feeling that life is too much, whatever the situation is. I rebuke that voice over you, young brother, young sister. I rebuke what the devil has said to you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are perfect for the destiny that God has for you. Do not cower in the corner anymore. Do not go to the toilet and sit there in misery. Come and speak to someone. My door is open. All you brothers, Joshua, Napier, come see me if you have issues. I am responsible over you. And I care for what is happening to your life. This is the Christianity. This is the religion that God wants us to have where we care. Now it is costly for your time. But there is a reward for love. As you sow, shall you reap. What you sow into a life, you will reap the benefit also. Now I want to encourage you. Come out of passivity. Alright? The devil is a liar for sure. And he is good at it. He comes only to kill, to steal and to destroy he doesn't do anything else. That is his job description. Do not toy with him. Do not sit in those circumstances. Get angry. Father, I pray that you will release the word that is in season that will bring them into breakthrough. I do not like what I see, Lord. But I know that you are taking me through to a place of victory for my God always leads me to victory saints be encouraged Jesus said it be of good cheer for I have overcome this world everything that the devil will bring everything that the spirit of the world will do I have overcome it be of good cheer be of good cheer be of good cheer step up and step out of mediocrity. The other thing the Lord said to me is, give up peculiar ways. God's ways are higher than our ways. 
if your behavior does not line up with the word of God, it is apart from him. We've got to check ourselves against the word. And that is going to require repentance for behaviors, for activities that are not right before the Lord. I do not say this to condemn you. But I say this for the Holy Spirit to bring conviction upon your life. To bring you out of something that is not right. Remember, Christ is returning for a bride without blemish or spot. Fix up your makeup, men and women of God, without blemish or spot. We have got to listen to the good voice of the Holy Spirit. And he speaks through sisters and brothers. He speaks direct from the word. He will speak in a crowded room. Stop it, my son. We have to take responsibility. The Bible is a great book if it sits on the shelf, but it will only be a book. God says, the word on your lips. You have to speak the word of God against every situation that is forcing you to live other than godly. Speak it out. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. God will provide for all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. By Christ Jesus. It's always by him that we have victory. I pray over you saints. I love on you and I understand what you're going through. I may not know the details, but through prayer, God says, pray for him, pray for her. My heart is for them. I want to bless them, but this is the situation. God cares and he wants us to care. No more feeling alone. No more feeling alone. Reach out to somebody. Okay? Lord, thank you. Thank you for the love of Jesus Christ. The love that he has for us, that is within us. Show us how to utilize that love. Open our eyes so that we are sensitive to one another's needs. Help us to be more like you. Less selfish. Less prideful. More humble. Let us be an individual expression of the love of God. Here amongst the brethren, but outside in the world. Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit. Because he comes upon us to give us power. Power to do what? Power to heal. Power to deliver. Power to preach. Power to listen. Power to receive revelation. To act. To move. But power. We are the only ones on this planet that have such a power. That's true. That's true. Thank you, Father. Lord, bless them. Show them. Use them, motivate them, strengthen them, encourage them, uplift them, and release them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Go ahead, Tina. Lord Jesus, we just esteem you in this place. We remind ourselves who is Lord over our lives, unto whom we've given our life to. And we just say afresh that we belong to Jesus. We are triumphant in Christ. We thank you. Father God, for the joy of our salvation. Thank you, Lord. We thank you that you sit on the throne and you laugh. (gasps) Father, thank you for fresh revelation of what it means to be in Christ. Thank you that we shift our gaze off the circumstances before us 
and we keep it fixed on you. We thank you that you are one with your word. <laughs> and you're not a man that you should lie. So Father, in the name of Jesus, let faith arise. Change our vision. Thank you, Father, for hope that is bubbling over in each and every one of us now because our God lives and you reign supreme in your majesty. We bless you, most high God, that your thoughts towards us are good and not of evil. And you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. So we're coming out of those situations that has tried even to exalt in self, even in our own minds, above your word. We say to ourselves, come on, march on in strength. God is taking each of us, my hand, by his power, into a new place. And I just want to read this scripture to you because this morning, I was really pondering on what it means to be in the wilderness. And it means different things to different people. But still, we have Jesus, so we have to have a song in our heart already. A song in the face of a situation. So when we go to remind ourselves that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Jesus and God is one. The Bible says Jesus is saying same yesterday and forevermore. So in Exodus 15, I love this scripture, and I was reminded of it today. It says, Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider, or the chariot, has been thrown into the sea. So these are circumstances we are already going through, thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him, my Father God, and I will exalt him. It's a decision. I will. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his hosts has been cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are sunk in the Red Sea. The floods covered them. They sank in the depths and in the mill like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is gloriously in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty... You overthrow those rising against us. You send forth your fury. It consumes them like stubble. With the blast of your nostrils, the waters piled up. The floods stood fixed in the hip. The deep congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue. (laughs) I will overtake. I will divide the spoil. My desire shall be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword. My hands shall destroy them. You, Lord, blew with your wind. The sea covered them. They sank as lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, amongst the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, awesome in splendor, doing wonders? So we decree the wonders of the Lord over every situation, great or small, the wonders of the Lord. The Lord is taking us into a new place. We are going to showcase his glory because those who worship him and worship him in truth, he will prove himself faithful. 
So, Father, we really just thank you, Jesus. We thank you for passion, Father, for your word. We thank you that we are indeed equipped by your word. We thank you that you watch over your word to perform it. We thank you that we are rising up in new strength. And we thank you that you are going to get all the glory. And we thank you that you're no respecter of person. It really isn't. So in Jesus' name, we lay claim of the victory. And we speak like it. We walk like it. We think like it. And we go forth in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, I just feel like let's just wait before the Lord. We're all in the deep end. And he's going much deeper to bring much deeper healing and understanding so that we can be where he is in this world. And I pray that you really, really, like never before, get in touch with your own heart And just like we've heard this morning, stop looking at other people as getting it wrong. Just go with the flow of what the Holy Spirit wants to do in you. He wants to get your attention. Because we are a church with a mission. We have a great job to do in this great city, in this nation, to put it back where it needs to be. Because I don't feel it's where it is should be in God's eyes hear my heart all I know is that sometimes I'm allowed to see things and say things that are way down the road but I believe there's such a big assignment when I say big I mean the assignment is great so it's not just the worshippers the singers the intercessors it's every one of us every one of us coming to church with a right heart gathering together before the Lord who sees our hearts, not to condemn us, but to help us, to tell us what to do next when we get, wow, my feet can't touch the ground, you're asking something bigger of me than I can do, and the flesh starts talking and the flesh gets loud and somebody who should be listening to you is telling you what to do and it's all getting out of hand You know what? Just welcome the Holy Spirit. Welcome him as never before. We're in a season that's a new season. We're already in it. And we need some fresh wisdom, some fresh strategies to fulfill the role of having this Antioch Center in London, of being teams who work together in unity. It's coming. It's it's kind of upon us. And it just, it's, the healings are huge. There's so much healing. There's so much healing happening. Honestly, there's so much healing happening. It's been happening for weeks and it's getting stronger and stronger. And God himself is coming to show himself strong on behalf of those he wants to show himself strong. It's not your role in life to dictate the way it's going to go we just all have to listen and so i pray for an anointing upon you all i've been hearing all week is what rod was saying last week about only believe and i kept hearing she was like a big sister to me vicky jameson when i first heard that message gosh i don't know 35 years ago or something only believe Don't let your head say it's impossible. Sometimes when I look at Hyde Park and I see it full of people and music being really popular in the streets, it's just, we're not there. And I think, God, sometimes I feel so frustrated, so unfulfilled. But he says, you're going to see more in your day than you ever saw. And I hear the Beatles singing, look at all the lonely people. They saw, they were seers. 
And we have to understand what God is saying to us. We're about to be pushed and propelled and led out into the center of this city in an incredible way. And allow yourself to be led out there. Don't be frightened. Be, be like step out of the familiar. I mean, I don't like it when I hear people are being promoted. I know you don't like it when you hear pillars in your life are being promoted somewhere else. But you know what? God knows what's best. And I know he never, ever shuts a door without opening many more. He promised me when I left all, I would in this lifetime have a hundredfold return. And it's already started. And every, every day, every week, it just gets a bit more, a bit more, a bit more, a bit more. So don't, don't be dismayed or discouraged. Come to church and believe God. Just believe God. Wherever you haven't believed him before, stop believing. Because Jesus said, what, is, what does it mean to have faith in God? Have faith in God constantly. Don't look at Rod and I. We're just human beings. We're human flesh. We're spirits just like you are in a human body. Look at God. What does God say? He says, believe. Yeah, amen. You know, one of the things that's basically being said by everybody, the prophetic voices around the world, and what you've heard this morning, um, is something that God's been speaking. Again, you know, when God speaks, if you can picture the whole earth like the size of a golf ball, when God speaks, the whole earth has the opportunity to hear it. His voice comes upon the whole earth. But it's translated, interpreted through the filters of people, wheresoever they may be. And that's why more than hearing the actual voice of God, we catch the sense of what God is saying. People say, say it like this, that there's an impression that comes upon your spirit. But one of the things that's being said over and over again that I really do want us to hear is, um, well, actually, I think I preached last year, for New Year's last year, maybe I need to say the same thing now. But listen to me. You have, to, you have to really have the courage to say goodbye to some things so that you can say hello to the stuff God really wants for you. You hear me? Or like Abby said, you know, about going getting rid of this stuff. It's true, like all through Scripture, remember in one place, Moses, God spoke to Moses about Israel. You've gone around this mountain too many times now. It's time to go over Joshua, when he got to the Jordan, and he said, it's time. He said, arise. He said, it's time to cross the Jordan. Amen? And like three or four weeks ago, like the word of the Lord was really strong on me that it's time for us to graduate. In other words, guys, God is speaking to everybody about that shift that we're in the middle of. But the good news is when this thing happens in any move of God in the earth historically, God, because he does love us so much, he provides the grace. He provides the grace to move in to this next stuff. All we, but what we have to do is we have to learn how to lift our hands to heaven, as it were, and pick that stuff up, receive. See, just I receive the grace to do this. I mean, literally, just like with the words of your mouth, you have to own it. I receive the grace to make this shift in the momentum of my life. Hallelujah. So I just want every one of you to say this with me. Would you just repeat after me just for a moment? My wilderness days are over. My wilderness time is finished. I'm entering into the promise. And I'm going to believe God that I am bigger because of his spirit in me. I am bigger than any of the giants that remain in the land. So my wilderness times are done. In the name of Jesus. My wilderness days are finished. I'm entering into the brand new. I'm entering into that next stage 
of God's will for my life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Amen? Hallelujah. Anybody agree with that? Agree with that. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You got to say goodbye so that you can say hello. You got to say goodbye so that you can say hello. I think I'll write a country song about that. My dog died, but I said goodbye. And I might own another. No, I'm sorry. Karen, don't do that. I'm sorry. I, I should. I can't help it. But this is okay. You may think I'm being unholy or unrighteous, but I've read the Bible, and it says that he sits in the heavens laughs all the time, that in his presence is fullness of joy, and at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Joy, 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 joy. And that's how you learn whether or not you're saved and that you can soulishly be unhappy, but you can have a joy on the inside because, you know, I've got the peace of God. It's cool. And like Deji said, we're not going to, we're going through stuff. We're not going to camp in it. Amen. We're going to, we go through stuff. All of you are going through stuff. Now, I want to I wanna just, we're going to go back into worship, but I want us to pray one more thing. And I'm sorry, guys, you elders, you left too soon. You've got to come back up real quick for a minute. Uh, because I want us to pray about a couple of things. Because of what was said, almost everybody mentioned something like this. And I surely don't want to embarrass anybody at all. But we are a family of believers. If some of you are rather new to us or you're even visiting and you didn't want to say so or whatever, um, Please know that we count as very, very holy when we know things, when we know about what people are going through. In other words, we don't gossip. We don't talk about stuff like that because we've read the scripture. We know it's actually very, very dangerous to, quote, unquote, gossip or speak ill of people who are going through stuff because none of you have the whole picture. Only God does. But anyhow, what I was going to say is this. You know... How many of you believe, first of all, that Jesus Christ, that he came on a mission? And how many of you believe just possibly it may have been successful? I would say yes. But one of the major things he said was this, that Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. We believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday 